This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, we heard earlier in the week when the Oscar nominations came out that Lady Gaga slept right through them and didn't even know she was nominated until, you know, she noticed that her phone had a bunch of congratulatory texts on it. And she was like, why is this? And we thought... Uh, I'm not believing that for one second. No. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's on his way back to town. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. We're nice. all we're all kind of processing all of this together. Uh, because Slate.com uh, did an article, published an article written by Heather Schwedel. Um, and it, this was the headline that caught my eye. And I thought, I will read that. <laughs> why do stars pretend they slept through their Oscar nominations? I was like, why indeed? We asked that very question <laughs> yes. of Lady Gaga earlier this week. And guess what? That is exactly what inspired her to write this entire article because it's not just Lady Gaga. Apparently, many, many times, this is a, like almost a, a meme for lack of a better term uh where many celebrities have said in the past oh you know because that is a question they get asked right away of course where were you when you heard you got your nomination right and oftentimes you'll hear like oh i was with my agent or i was at breakfast with my family or any number of yes actual stories of where they were waiting for these this announcement because if you're nominated for an oscar you're there's already buzz around your name and your performance and there's a certain level of anticipation about that and this is a big honor for people in hollywood right it absolutely is well oftentimes apparently one of the answers to where were you when you're when you found out you were nominated for an oscar was oh i i was sleeping and my agent woke me up or my you know, such and such or so and so woke me up. Um, and there's a long list of people, including Glenn Close is one of the people who claims that uh, she just snoozed through the whole thing. She snoozed right through it. Do we um, know who the first person to do this was? Well, interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, the first one who is noted in this article is, um, okay, Mary Elizabeth M- Mastrantonio. Mastrantonio, Mastrantonio. Yes. Thank Antonio. you. Okay. Uh, in 1987. Uh, this was for The Color of Money, and she was nominated for that in 1987. This is how the story goes. She woke up, turned on her answering machine, because in 1987, <laughs> uh, and she said there waiting for her was a message that was one word long. Yay. And that's how she found out she was nominated for an Oscar. I believe that in 1987. 30, yeah. 30 
years ago. A little bit of a different climate. But now in the 24-hour news cycle where the news is in your hand. And I mean literally, digitally in your hand. Well, people have been talking about, they talked about the Oscar nominations coming up and everything. How do you not? Yeah, and... We have, we campaign, they, we, we don't, <laughs> they campaign for them now. Right. And that is a relatively newer, I mean, you know, in the last couple decades. Lady Gaga has been hustling for the past six months. Exactly. For this movie to win an Oscar. Exactly. <laughs> so, so in any case, so it kind of, this, this article goes on to kind of outline the many people who have done this, but then basically distills it down to the following. That this is really all about that false humility as a, a way to say, okay, here's my equivalent of this. Do you remember how irritated we would get when I actually never had this, but I know that the world felt this way about uh, Taylor Swift when she would win an award and she always, people got so irritated with the way she seemed surprised mm-hmm. at every award she won mm-hmm. that she would go up and be like, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe. <laughs> it's like you just won 30 of them. And everybody was <laughs> like, knew this was and that's, that was what people's reaction was to it. Yes. That's what this is the equivalent of. The sleeping through the Oscar nominations is the equivalent of this sort of false humility mm-hmm. that says, Oh, I didn't know you all would think I was so good that you would actually nominate me for an award. I just slept right through it because I just thought, well, no, never. That would never happen to me. Even though I've been working very hard for the past six months to get this very honor. To which I say, you know, why can't you just be upfront about the fact that you worked your ever-loving behind off. Mm -hmm. You did your very best work. You are proud of it. Why can't you say, I was so excited about the possibility that I would be nominated. I couldn't sleep. I was sitting by my phone. This is a dream come true. I have been wanting this my whole life. Why can't you say that? Because when people say that, they get slammed for it. Specifically, what did all those names have in common that you just read from that article, Colleen? There's a a thread that runs through those Mm, names. What did you say, Sonny? Are they women? Mm-hmm. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Uh, we can't be cocky. Mm. Ah. <laughs> Man, society doesn't like that. Society mm-hmm. doesn't like that. Now, I go back to a person who was in the Oscar race, actually won an Oscar earlier this decade for Best Supporting Actress for her work in Les Miserables. Ah, uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. And we Hatha hated her. Do you remember all the backlash yes. that Anne Hathaway received for showing genuine excitement for winning an Oscar and being really honest and saying, I have worked for this my entire life. Mm. And to be up here on this stage and winning an Oscar, it's a dream come true. And I am excited as all get up. Well, Ooh. she received a lot of backlash for being genuinely out there with her ambition and mm-hmm. excitement for receiving an Oscar and just being in the awards season uh, rush anyways. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. And, you know, when you really do think about it, We've heard other stories about how men have received their Oscar Mm -hmm. nominations, even Mm -hmm. just this year. Yeah, a couple of stories this year. So again, like we said at the top of the segment, receiving an Oscar nomination. Look, if any of us received an Oscar nomination in this room. I mean, that would be a miracle. Well, it would be one. (laughs) And it would be very exciting. Oh, my gosh. But a a couple of people, you know, they asked that in the press, Colleen. You made the point that it's a really easy talking point. Where were you when you learned that you were nominated for an Oscar? Well, 
two men giving their quotes this year. One, Richard E. Grant. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Can You Ever Forgive Me? He was out to dinner in London, and he said, I was so excited. He and his daughter were out to eat. They received free food and drink after learning about receiving that Oscar nomination. And he went on his social media and left this really exciting uh, little tidbit on Instagram saying how exciting it was for him to be in a place where 30 years ago he was making his first movie and then 30 years later he was getting his oscar nomination his first oscar nomination which is so cool which is so cool and another guy also nominated in the in the same category best supporting actor would be sam elliott mm, he said about, about, blank, ta- about blank, blank and time. And, time. and he, mm. he was joking. Right. But he's been in the movie business for 50 years. He joked it's about blank and time. Well, Sam Elliott, he can make that joke without getting flack. Yes. For it. Yes. Because Sam Elliott is Sam Elliott. I would yeah. rather you be honest. And I think it's quite ironic that she couldn't fake her, that she couldn't fake this. You mean that uh, that Lady because we're Gaga? saying that she's faking this. That oh, oh I said, I'm like, well, yeah. you're an actress. I'm gonna need you to fake the sleep a little better, <laughs> considering the awards we're talking about. I I applaud Anne Hathaway, and just a lot of people would just have to be upset. There's no way I'm gonna work and exercise and stay up and sleep and and then well, she got backlash. Ah, well, whatever. I you worked know, for it, and that's the thing about I it. Say roll with I, it. When I hear anybody get excited about a gigantic, like a huge award, right. like an Oscar or a Grammy or a, a Golden Globe or a um, an Emmy. When people get excited about winning those awards, mm-hmm. I, I you cannot fault them for that. Yeah. No, they well, worked for that. And then we didn't see most of the work that they did. Exactly. Well, and you don't know where that person is coming from. And right. sometimes they'll share their journey and sometimes they won't. won't. But think of the culmin- the years right. yes. of toil right. and yes. work right. and rejection. Mm-hmm. And then to get to this place, hey, it's, man. it's honoring that space in somebody's life and being proud of yourself. Well, yes, and I absolutely. feel like you don't need to play small around that. Yeah, no, that's man, what I no. think. That's, that's the part that bugs me yeah, about it. Yeah, don't. Uh, thank you. I couldn't put yes. the words on it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you, I mean, you, everybody in here has worked for something, right? And if you work for that, and you, you can measure that and say, I started out with nothing, and now I'm here. That's your moment. You don't need, and you don't even need anybody to share that with you. That's, and obviously, it's other people's moment right. if they're recognizing her. And I, I just the fact that people are like, we see you, Lady Gaga. Yes, like well, <laughs> I think for me, the hard part mm-hmm. is that she, we, we were watching her campaign for it, right? And that was kind of annoying. Right. But then, so then the part where she decides to start to play small is like the actual, yeah, like the nomination comes out, and that's when she's like, oh, exactly. We've seen like, you work like, well, for this. If you're gonna act like you don't care, be more committed. I exactly. shouldn't see you broke character. Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Exactly. All right. Some actress you turned out to be, Lady Gaga. Exactly. Right. Now, when we come back, uh, we will not break character on the Colleen and Bradley show because it is Friday, and every Friday, come hell or high water, we will cheat on our diets. It is cheat day, and we've got something to shove in our mouths right after this on My Talk 1071. Y'all, it's Friday. And it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I and Sonny, we're all here with you. This is ladies' afternoon. It is. And um And we're eating food. Exactly, because it's Friday, and that's what we do on Fridays, right? Because it's a cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. <laughs> 
Okay, first of all, uh, we're doing another serial one. Yeah. Mm, because, let's just be honest, I <laughs> didn't have time to go to the grocery store again, and we have a lot of cereal. You went to the grocery <laughs> store work. once. And I was like, the cereal aisle is, there is a lot of new cereal. Mm-hmm. So that was alarming. And so I just grabbed a lot of cereal. But this one I thought, okay, well, we, I think we talked recently about like cereal combinations yes. that you could make. Right. And I thought, th- wouldn't it be great if there was a s'mores combination? Well, guess what? There's a s'mores combination. Somebody heard you. There already was one. And I never you. even oh, knew. Well, who knew? Okay. Right, so what is, so Holly, you have the box in front of you. And yes. I will say, Hannah poured my little, cup of this and that was a generous pour so i'm gonna be <laughs> yes, good in the we, neighborhood we all have a generous pour of honey made s'mores cereal so this is graham well i don't even know oh here's how the box describes the okay. cereal satisfy your s'mores appetite right Ooh. in your cereal bowl with chocolatey goodness sweet marshmallows and the delicious taste of honey made graham crackers never have s'mores and doors been so delicious s'mores and doors indoors got it oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not it's friday i'm not this... I, I thought she said s'mores and doors thank too. you i'm like did i miss the first part? <laughs> inside indoors because if it. you tried to have s'mores outside right now, you'd lose a finger. That's true, this for sure. Very true. Be very careful. Bundle right. up, everybody. Yes. Okay, so it kind of looks to me like a combination of, what are those, uh, the Graham... Golden Grams. Golden Grams. Yeah. And what are the chocolatey Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Thank Puffs. you. You know me. Why am I talking about the sugar cereal? Put it in your mouth, Colleen. Okay, and then some marshmallows. And yes. So this is exciting. Okay, Very exciting. All right, Colleen is eating the Honey Made S'mores cereal. Mm. Indoor s'mores, mm-hmm. s'mores that you eat inside, not in the doorway. I'm getting a, a positive mm-hmm. nod from Colleen. Yeah, she's in. The, I, I love she's cereal. In. I don't understand why did we stop eating cereal? Because it's basically candy with That's, milk. I don't like that. All right, Can now, we stop talking about it like that, <laughs> Sonny. You dipped into this. What do you think? I love it, and I have to put it to the side. It's so good. <laughs> because I have zero self-control. It's so good. It is pretty good. That's bomb. I would. That is a Saturday morning vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday morning, mm-hmm. afternoon, <laughs> mid-afternoon, and into the evening. Mm-hmm. So it's That's really dangerous. good. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't know why... I stopped eating cereal. Can I tell you why? Because of sugar. I know. No, no not the sugar. Because it's hard. Because you don't stop? No, because oh. it literally rips, hard it tears up the roof of my mouth. Oh, Sonny, that is true. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking I'm you tired mean difficult, of, no. but you mean literally I'm hard. I'm tired of piecing, spitting out pieces of your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's delicious. I'll give you that. But cereal, I just, yeah. when I was younger, I felt like I just didn't care. Yes. And I'm older and I'm like, why is my mouth hurting? Because after we I only have so much left. <laughs> <laughs> We've torn off the first seven layers for 17 years of our lives. This mm-hmm. is good, but I will say, if I'm going to be a little critical, Uh-oh. is that the graham crackers get a little soggy. Yes, I, I mean, agree. It doesn't bother me. This- I am not... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bad about that. Ew, I don't gross. have a problem. Oops. This is one of those cereals that you have to eat quickly. Yes. Because you need the appropriate ratio of soggy milk to crunch in your cereal. Hence bit. the torn roof of your mouth. Oh. Yes. <laughs> See, I like it. I like a little bit of sog in my cereal. I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't get mad about so. So my husband and my kids will not eat cereal with milk. Every oh. it has to be only dry because they're like, what? I don't like it when it gets soggy. I'm like, I think Mm-mm. that that's actually a privilege issue that you have. <laughs> um, no. Because I think when I was young, I must have only been served soggy cereal. So to me, that feels normal. Gotcha. Mm. Mm. And I, I don't mind it. I'm not mad about soggy cereal. That tastes really good. That's good. That is a future addiction. Uh-uh. Somebody yeah. has to like soggy cereal. Now, are you the, the uh, sadist that makes people drink the milk after you're done? <laughs> eating the cereal oh i'll drink the milk i don't care that's sick what why <laughs> who doesn't like a little no that's like the dessert that is, that's, that's like cereal dessert <laughs> no. no but someone drinking someone else's milk i mean like something i'm related to like i'll but eat the kid drink the sick kid. oh that's well i mean you know we do weird things <laughs> in families cereal families milk do strange things. oh that's the worst has, has the crumbs <laughs> and then the sugary weird membrane on top of it okay, oh do God. not the word membrane was a bridge too far <laughs> But and then also it's room temperature by the time you're done. I don't care. I really oh. don't care. I'm just, I, you know, listen. I also I don't like wasting things, and so to me, you use it all. I'm all for saving the planet, but you know, not it, in that way. Not in that way. You all won't right. do the. You won't drink the milk. Okay, no. so let's. We got to rate this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give the okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna give it a four, and I think I gave the Nutter Butter cereal Wait, like a four and a half out of five Cobras. Oh, out of five. Okay, so one out of five. Yes. Okay. So uh, I think I'm gonna give this a four. We've we've had some good hits on the cereal. On the cereal, gonna give it a nice three point five because the graham crackers did get a little soggy. Okay. However, I would eat this cereal without milk and eat the whole box. <sighs> well, you watched a TV show. Yeah. Sonny. It's a five for me. Oh, oh wow. She's wow. a five. five. She's all in. I, I don't have, know that I, we've ever had a five. Yeah, that's a five for me. I'm telling oh, you, then. that's an addiction. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Netflix and that. Yeah. Okay. Netflix and she s'mores. She doesn't need to chill. Yes. She's Netflix and <laughs> s'moresing. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a couple D bags for you. And mine is Netflix. So uh, that just worked out really well. I'll tell you why Netflix is a D-bag after this on my Talk 107.1. I wish somebody would burn this box down. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, that cereal is good. Cheek I told you. I told you. Uh-uh. You will not catch me slipping. That I can see myself sneaking that, going to the store and creeping oh. it into my room so the kids don't know. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Yeah, the, honey the honey made s'mores cereal by post. All right, well... This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. Now, before we get to the D-bags today, we do have Holly and I were laughing in the break because Holly said, cereal's not a meal. No. Unless you eat too much of it and then you consume it so many calories. 
that it is a meal. But what is it? It's a treat, right? Yeah, like, it's a total yeah, treat. It's a total treat. It's a total treat. But then I said to her, I said, Holly, I said, it's totally a meal if you put toast on the side and a glass of orange juice with it. Because it's, you remember at the end of yeah. every single cereal commercial when you were young, they said, well, how did they say This it? cereal is part of a complete breakfast. Like, <laughs> Don't even not, start. Don't even <laughs> start. <laughs> what they pictured was not yeah. even complete. Like, no. what? It, it would be like a glass of juice and some toast. It was just more sugar it was. and carbs. It was. This is part of a complete breakfast. Who came up with that? Mm. Probably the FDA the, or the marketing the, team. Yeah, the marketing team so that they could get away with selling their cereal oh to kids. Gosh. Oh, no, it's nutritious. We've got this high fructose corn syrup in a glass right next so to it. funny. I think somebody told me like last year, they were like, nothing about cereal is healthy. And I, I died a little bit on the I know, inside. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I wish we would have never known that. I because know. Because it brings so much joy. It does. Oh, cereal's the best. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's talk about, you know, some D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. They're part of a balanced Colleen and Bradley that's, show. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Can't um, have a show without some D-bags. And today, my D-bag is Netflix. Yeah. For one Whoa, very okay. specific reason. Now, I love Netflix. What do they ne- do to you? Netflix has brought me some joy in my life as well. But this time, Netflix, you're on notice. Because Netflix is responsible for this. Netflix is going to be bringing us a lot of Baby Shark. Netflix has announced, or I'm sorry, Pink Fong, which is the team behind Baby Shark, has revealed that they are working on a a series of short Baby Shark videos that will premiere on Netflix. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark. Okay. Nope. I don't want to sing it anymore. There's going to be a whole... Uh, it's in my head now. I'm sorry. Can't You're help you. This is the problem. You're welcome. So there will be a series of short Baby Shark videos on Netflix. Also, oh, wait for it. But wait, there's more. An entire cartoon series on Netflix. Well, that could be cute. No. The sharks in the video are cute. They're totally cute, but can you imagine having to hear that song? Because you know there's going to be like seven different iterations of it. There's going to be like the instrumental, and then there's going to be like the sad version when something sad happens to the, the sharks. They need to learn in a, a minor key. Lesson. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be iterations of Baby Shark over and over again. But here's where this is where they've jumped the shark. <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't mean to do it. It just, <laughs> it did itself. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in... Um, only in the United States. So thanks for this. There there will be Baby Shark the musical. I don't oh, know what that wow. means. Nice. Is this going to be like a 10-hour loop of Baby Shark? I hope not. Baby Shark a chorus line. Mm, baby Shark. I'm fossilizing it. I'm imagining it in my head. Fossy Shark. So this will all be available to us. Aren't you excited in March, everyone? Oh, really? Yeah. That's a short turnaround. I pride myself in being able to withstand a long amount of hours of children's music. Okay, how did you discover that uh, talent? Uh, well, I worked, but before I did radio, I worked with kids for about 20 years. Oh my gosh. And I love music. And so every, you know, with my classroom, we always had music. And yes. people would be like, oh my God, she's playing that CD again. And I'd be in there rocking with the toddlers. Uh-huh. And so, uh, yeah. That's... Okay, to be fair, and we talked about this, Holly and I talked about this off air the other day, and I was trying to give her examples. There, uh, To me, there is some decent 
kids music. Yeah, man. Like I like like Lori Berkner. There's some good, you know, there's some, there are some good artists. I loved the Imagination Movers. Yes, I was going to Google them. Do I love Rockomatic. Hey. Don't even get me started. I had That's a huge a crush on <laughs> Mover Rich. Is he the one that raps? No, he's the drummer. Oh, oh yeah, my the gosh. Oh, I like, can't yeah. even. Imagination Movers. Yeah. Cuckoo Kangaroo's huge. They're good. Like there's a, there's a good, like there's a few where I'm like, that's decent and I can listen to that and that's good and I want to that's my jam. Mm-hmm. Baby Shark? <laughs> no. <laughs> Baby Shark's Not designed... Not in that. That's to make me go crazy. Yeah, it's designed to make you go crazy. It's well, repetitive. It is. Okay, and that's part of my problem. I have an issue with repetitive noises. <laughs> like, I'm fine on one loop, but when it starts over again, I'm like, we're done now, right? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Okay, now you can stop. Now we're done. <laughs> really? Nope. Yep, we're done. And done. It just, that's the thing about that song. I mean, it was cute the first couple times and now I'm over it and we're done. Bye. I'm just, I just, I, if it's got a good beat, the repetitiveness, it doesn't okay, bother me. Okay, but Sonny, Baby Shark. <laughs> okay, does it have a good, can you dance? Well, Is it's, it? it's catchy and you could, you could Millie Wop to it. You could. Oh my gosh. You can, I mean, you can. <laughs> my kids yeah. will too. That's the worst part. You could, yeah. If you, listen, if you could mm. catch a good dance to it, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm cool. Okay. Well, good. I hope you'll be very satisfied in March. <laughs> right. I'll be sending many boxes of the honey made s'mores to your home. Oh, so no, you don't can do that. Sit and enjoy the baby shark programming yes. brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> yes. It was only a matter of time, really. It's true. It's before true. Before baby shark became bigger than it was. Well, well anytime beca- something goes viral, you know they got to. That's the thing. They got to exploit it. Yeah. They got to like seize the moment and make all the money they can off of it. And then it'll die someday. And, you know. Yeah. And then we'll be like, remember Baby Shark? Yeah, and we'll bubble up 30 years later, and then we'll remember it. And And then it'll be gone again. Yeah. Holly, do you have a D-bag for us today? Yeah, mine's just a slight D-bag. Again, a minor D-bag. Minor D-bags. It's page six. Oh, the whole, whole of page six. Well, specifically because they published a really dumb article. They're going into Daily Mail territory, meaning... That they are making an article based off of some photographs that they bought. Oh, I love that. And there's nothing going on in the photographs. Oh my gosh. So then they have to completely create a narrative around this photograph. Do you remember when we did this? We did this as an exercise on the Colleen and Bradley show. Holly provided both Bradley and me with a photograph, just a random photograph of a celebrity. And Bradley and I had to construct, like, I think it was like, a certain amount of words around just the photograph. Nothing was happening in the photograph. It was a celebrity wearing clothes, yeah, walking, and maybe there was food involved in public. That's it. Yeah. It's like Hillary Duff walks to the grocery store. Yes. Then you have to make an article around that. Yes. Well, page six is totally getting into oh, this business geez. now. Uh, here's your headline. Ben Affleck can't close his mouth after trip to the dentist. I mean, <laughs> like if that's a condition and he needs to seek some help for that, then that is headline news. The man has gauze in his mouth oh. because he got dental work done and he's seen walking out of the dentist's office. That's it. That's the story. It's done. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's nonsense. Yeah. Even the biggest movie stars aren't always ready for the close-up. A dazed Ben Affleck left the dentist looking to be in serious pain earlier this week. Well, yes, he probably had a root canal or something, oh, so he's just like us. This is a non-story. It's exactly. Totally a oh, non-story. Don't do this. You're better than this, page six. And interestingly enough, about the coverage of Ben Affleck, 
I've been noticing the pattern about six months ago. Of course, we were talking about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, his now ex-wife a lot. Now, Ben Affleck was going to rehab and doing some things and he had been laying low for the past couple of months. But now we get this photograph of Ben Affleck leaving the dentist office with gauze in his mouth. And now there's a whole article about it on page six. I mean, I don't know what that's all about, but page six, you're better than that. You can do better. You can totally do better. Leave that to the Daily Mail where they talk about people flaunting their legs in public, walking around, flaunting their bodies. (laughs) She's walking down the street. Daily Mail likes to say if you're a person, you're a human being and you walk out in public. You're flaunting something. You're flaunting something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No. Holly's not here for it. No flaunt. Okay. You're just a bit. You're just outside. Okay, page six and Netflix. You're on notice. Delete your account. I think that we really like successfully had really minor debugs again today. Yeah, people were behaving relatively well. The celebrities have not been behaving terribly badly lately. That's a good thing, right? It is a good thing, and in fact, to that end, I actually have this story. Like, really did bring me to tears. This is a story of. A celebrity who was given an opportunity to behave badly, but did the exact opposite. Mm. This is such an amazing story. I'm going to share it with you. It is like nothing we usually hear out of celebrities. Uh, After this, I'll share with you the story of a celebrity doing something amazing on My Talk 107.1. Well, here is a headline we have grown very accustomed to in recent, you know, months. Uh, such and such celebrity claps back at trolls, right? Oh, yeah. We hear this all the time. Uh, and we talk about it sometimes on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We'll be back on Monday. Holly and I are here. Sonny's at the controls. Um, but that is not the story I'm about to tell you. There's a troll involved and there's a celebrity involved, but there's no clapping back. Really? But there will be some clapping for because Ooh. we might actually applaud this behavior. So Patton Oswald. Now, you know Patton Oswald for a number of things. He's a comedian, but he has been in the media for a lot of different reasons. One of them being the fact that his wife of many years died uh, and she was the she she was a reporter and then she authored the book. Michelle McNamara. Yes. Uh, And she authored a book that was then posthumously uh, published. Yes. And Patton Oswalt did a lot of the promotion for, et cetera. But then he ended up getting married again. And so he's been in the media for like some odd things. Yeah. He does a lot of different roles. He's very active on social media. If you follow him on Twitter, he's very outspoken and he uses the social media platform for any number of things, both personal and professional. And he has been trolled many, many times by many, many people for many, many reasons. Mm -hmm. Well, he was trolled again and, um, he, he shared this story kind of very publicly and it, and it ended up having a very amazing outcome. So here's how it started. He had written a response to, our president uh, based on something he didn't like that the president had tweeted and somebody, uh, 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 another person on Twitter wanted to troll him for what he said, Patton Oswald, that is. Yeah. And wrote some unkind things to him. Trolls be trolling. Trolls, trolls, trolls are going to troll. They sure do. Well, mm-hmm. Patton Oswald was going to go to respond to that troll. And this is, this is what transpired. Uh, he went to the man's, page his name is michael Beatty, and um 
he learned that Michael Beatty was suffering from a lot of, of ill health. Um, and he said uh, on social media, man, this guy just attacked me on Twitter and I joked back, but then I looked at his timeline and he's in a lot of trouble health wise. Mm. And he said um, that, that Michael Beatty was, uh, was um, had a GoFundMe on his page that had a $5,000 goal. He was battling a sepsis infection. Mm. And so he said, uh, Patton Oswald went on to say, he's been dealt some bleepy cards. Let's deal him some good ones. So click and donate just like I'm about to do. And then Patton Oswald went and donated $2,000 wow. to the man who had trolled him on Twitter and then inspired other people to do so as well. Isn't that kind of amazing? That is amazing. Very amazing. I mean, because that's not the story we're usually telling. No. Again, like you said at the top of the segment, Colleen, usually the story we're hearing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is that Patton Oswald, you know, filling in the blanks for you. Patton Oswald got trolled, claps back at the haters. Yes. And then, you know, dismisses them, jokes about them, puts them in their place. And then we all go, see, ha ha, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But this is a story of somebody who realizes that the person who was trolling him had was going through something extremely challenging Mm -hmm. and perhaps that might have been contributing to why he had some anger, anger, Mm -hmm. some ill thoughts, maybe was behaving in a certain way. And Patton Oswalt found compassion for this person. Mm. I want to tell you that right now that GoFundMe page is at $35,291 of a $5,000 goal um, to help him pay for a lot of medical bills. Um, This is after a sepsis infection, diabetic ketoacidosis, and a coma. Mm. Uh, He has been in critical condition at different times during his health journey. It's just been a very difficult time for this man. And Patton Oswalt inspired people to go and help him out after... He had not been very kind to Patton Oswald. Now, in response to this, Michael Beatty replied, uh, Patton, you have humbled me to the point where I can barely compose my words. You have caused me to take a pause and reflect on how harmful words from my mouth could result in such an outpouring. Thank you for this. And I will pass this on. Oh, so this is actually his cousin that was was writing mm-hmm. this. Uh, I will pass this on to my cousin who needs help. Uh, and then he and then he goes on to say um, that uh, that anyway that he had to thank him even more. And then Pat Oswald replies to him and says, "Wait a minute, you cried? Well, you're a bleep." Kind of teasing him back. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so it ended up being a really kind of lovely exchange. That is, yeah. Go go ahead. This is for okay. I grew up hearing "Turn the other cheek." And I, re- I remember going, I'm not turning the other cheek. What the right. That's crazy. Stay and, fight. Mm-hmm. and I have struggled with turn mm-hmm. the other. I have struggled. Yeah. And this is a great example of why and how 
you turn the other cheek like the how powerful it is mm. it's so easy to to clap back it's so it's just second nature it's in our human nature to the fight or flight that's that's in there right but it takes an extra a extra something inside of us to say oh man this dude's not doing too well that takes something extra and this, right. this really uh exhibits for me i'm glad you showed this story because i struggle with turn the other cheek i'm, I'm sensitive yeah <laughs> yes right you're, you're human you know but i almost actually you know to your point uh sonny i don't even know that this is turn the other cheek this is almost like reflect back with love mm-hmm. it's like that golden rule like do unto others as you would have done to you mm-hmm. which i think often gets misinterpreted mm-hmm. as do unto others as they've done to you right. and that's not what what it is right. it's treat others them. how you would li- how you would like to be right. treated right. so like if you want people to treat you with compassion even if they're not treating you with compassion you treat them with so compassion yeah. I had a, yeah. my great-grandmother always said there's good in everybody you just have to look harder in some people mm. And I always love that. Mm. Yeah. And this is what you just said. Compassion, Colleen. This was a very compassionate thing. Mm -hmm. And this all happened on social media, particularly Twitter. So this all happened over Twitter Mm. where it's very easy to. It's a jungle out there. (laughs) To say the least. It's very easy to say negative things on Twitter and then when negative things are said at you on Twitter to react negatively right. mm-hmm. and to go boop, 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 boop and then it cascades yep. and then you don't know where that negativity even started from from the beginning right. because you can hide through anonymity. Yeah, Michael Beatty is just, he's a guy in Alabama mm-hmm. and he was hiding behind the anonymity of Twitter mm-hmm. and you, when you're out in the universe of Twitter social media it's it's saying sometimes I think it's where it's like we all participate in this and it's like saying I have a voice and I matter or I'm receiving that attention mm-hmm. whether it's positive or negative but mm-hmm. I'm out here and I exist and Pat Oswald you see me and I'm poking at you negatively but then I get a reaction out of yeah. you but in this case it was the reaction he wasn't expecting right. right and it was a reaction of compassion right which caused him then to, Reflect, to reevaluate that yeah and reevaluate what he was saying on social media, why he was saying the things that he was saying. And I think that's a valuable lesson for every single one Everybody, of us. That's why it's, it's, I feel like it's really powerful. It's yes. so, it's so powerful. In fact, yeah. like that's the thing that I love the most about it. And, and I, it makes me think of the times that I've been hurt by something that somebody has emailed into the station and and that happens all the time. And oftentimes, sometimes I can just let it go. Mm -hmm. I just ignore it. I don't, you know, whatever. Sometimes I want to reply and like, tell them like, no, you don't understand who I am. I'm not a bad person. And sometimes I just have to stop and act with compassion. And maybe that doesn't mean I have to exchange that. Mm -hmm. And this is for anybody. I mean, you know, everybody confronts people in their lives, whether it's, you know, at the grocery store or at the hardware store or whatever, that's not having a great day is not maybe being their kindest self that sometimes we don't even have to have that exchange verbally, but to to just in your heart, know that person might be having a tough time. Right. And rather than get angry back, just know, like I'm going to like create a space for them to have that feeling. Right. And I'm just going to reflect love back to them. Right. And, you know, Mm. hope that they, yeah. Hope that they go into a better place sooner rather than later. Oh, wow. And I just yeah. think that this is such a powerful way that Pat Oswald was able to turn all of that bad energy into good right, energy. Right, because nobody exists in and the And I know vacuum. that that sounds woo-woo. But well, no, I mean, it's not woo-woo. It's totally spot on. Yeah, it's and, what the world needs. Yeah, and you know, and people, there are real people 
on Twitter, on social media. I yeah. mean, you know, sometimes the sexy bots aren't real people mm-hmm. necessarily. <laughs> yeah, true. But, we're, you know, we're real pe- people and at, at, having that compassion for each other, even on such an impersonable thing as Twitter, it's important to do it in real life, too. Yeah. It's a very powerful thing and it can start with you. Exactly. Well, I think we're doing some good here, ladies. Yeah, man. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, do you have a nickname for your pet? But here's the catch. You have to tell us the nickname in the voice you talk to your pet in. 65164. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.